0: Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. Here we go on this week's podcast. We have a few of my old teammates from when I played Junior Sharks. They are girls that I endured my awkward middle school stage of life with. Each and every one of them is such a blessing to have in my life. I'm so happy that I get to know all of them. It's like each one is so special. Um, so these lovely ladies are Keiko Cleric. Tyler Starbeck, Emma Grease, Emily Spencer, and Laura Thacker. And normally I would introduce each one of them, but we go pretty in-depth on every individual. So I'm going to let them talk about themselves within the podcast. So here we go. I hope you guys enjoy this. Thank you. Hi. Hello. Oh my god, I miss you. How are you?
1: I miss you too. I'm good. Sorry, it's like pitch black here. I just got back to Toronto like two days ago. Hey, Anne. What up? Hi. Yeah, I'm kind of glad this is a podcast because i am just worked out and I'm not showering for getting ready by any means. So. I know.
0: So many girls ask me that. They're like, you're just recording the audio, right? Like, not the video. I'm like, no, no, you're good. <laughs> Hi.
1: Uh-huh. Um, hey.
0: Hi, friends. Hey, <laughs> wait, how happy does this Facetime make everyone
1: <laughs> honestly so happy <laughs> It's been a long time stay <laughs> at home lockdown
0: I don't yeah. think I am yeah.
1: it's just like the Bay Area and then l a
0: yeah, I was gonna say I'm in Tahoe right now, so we're part of Sacramento County, and they haven't put us on stay at home order yet.
1: Oh don't worry in St. Louis, they just don't get the fuck, I guess. <laughs> Going to the mall right now to go work. <laughs> How
0: insane is that?
1: It's essential, you know? Lululemon,
0: right? gotta essential. Lululemon. Gotta, yeah. go, gotta go to Lulu. And what's
1: that, is like it's busy at the mall, too. I mean, people are wearing different and stuff, but still, I mean, obviously that doesn't do shit.
0: I thought it would be fun to talk about, like, each everyone's hockey career and just, like, like the teams that you played for and then what you're doing now. Skylar, do you want to go first?
1: Sure. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Played Junior Sharks. Actually started House League first (laughs) at Shark's Ice and then started as a player. Then I think I was trying out for 10U Junior Sharks and they didn't have a goalie. So of course my dad volunteered me to be a goalie. <laughs> and so I trained that whole summer because I think tryouts were like in June and then our season didn't start till September. So that whole summer I trained to do goalie. Did that. So I stayed with the Junior Sharks probably until I think it was freshman year. And then I played Lady Ducks for a little bit. And then Madison Capitals when I was in high school and then proceeded to move to Iowa and played boys hockey for high school. And then in college, I played field hockey for Lindenwood University, which is a division two school. Decided to play field hockey just cause it was, I chose the school and it was a better option for me with academics and just overall experience. So yeah, that is my Little
0: bio, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. And then what are you doing now? You're working as advertising, right?
1: Yep. I am working in advertising and then obviously Lou London on the side, but yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs>
0: That's so awesome. Who wants to go next? Alright, I guess
1: I'll go. Let's see. Grew up playing junior sharks, started when I was, I don't know, seven or eight and then uh, played junior sharks all the way up until junior high school I went down and played for um, Lady Ducks. Then I got recruited and went to go play D three at SUNY Oswego in upstate New York. Really fun experience. Great facilities. It was really neat. So that's about it for, for my hockey. I haven't really played much since I graduated and now I working in the biotech industry doing product development for like cancer diagnostics. And then, also, I'm pursuing my rugby career now, which has been uh, really interesting and, like, fun to, like, jump into something new.
0: How is it playing professional rugby?
1: It's a whole lot of fun, and it's just, like, just to be able to play, like, competitive sports, you know, after college. And, like, finding a new avenue to, like, you know, have goals outside of, like, a like you know, your regular job career has been amazing. Like, I mean, I... It's my passion now, so it's it's great being able to meet so many like great, interesting people through the sport, you know, like around the nation because we we play different teams in the country, and it's just like it's beyond my wildest dreams, and I just I love it so much.
0: And you just picked it up in college.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Doesn't <And that laughs> make you mad that you could just pick like, up a sport and go dug pro. It. <laughs> Doesn't play it your whole life and then just in college? In college? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, my best friend in college, during my fifth year, because I uh, had to do a fifth year to finish up some classes, she really wanted to play rugby, and I was like, I don't have anything better to do with my time. So I, like, you know, went to rugby practice, and then, like, fell in love with it, and then moved back home, and I was, like, played for the team locally down in San Jose for a summer. And I was like, you know what, like, I just want to be able to, like, play the top level I possibly can. And then I started playing for a team up in Berkeley, and they play in the WPL, which is the Women's Premier League, said top league in the country. And I was, like, kind of shooting for, oh, man, I really want to, like, make the team, like, 2021. But then I, like, made the roster last year after, like, just, like, one year of playing, and it's just, you know, it's insane. Like, I play with, you know, Teen USA players, like, there's team players on like Team Mexico, like Team Sweden, like or like League All Stars and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing but like I just am so amazed that I you know, and blessed that I can like keep up and like being able to learn from like so much knowledge and every like all those players are so knowledgeable it's just it's just you know, it's great to like have something to do like and look forward to, you know, every single weekend.
0: That's awesome. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. It's like I was like one of my teammates, uh she's voted like top three of like US team USA rugby players of the decade. So this is like one of the best players that's like ever played in for the US and I she's on my team. I'm like, I kinda want your autograph, but I also like gotta be cool and <laughs> like <laughs> like try and act like I belong or something. But yeah, that it's it's so been cool. really great and like something I am just so blessed to like fall into.
0: Okay, what about anyone on this phone call who would be, like, good at rugby?
1: I think everybody's, you know, pretty athletic. <laughs> that's, you know, you just got to be, you know, a little mean, you know, be willing to take a hit. But as long as you, you know, run fast, <laughs> that's what I try and do. You know, I don't be those, those uh, big girls, so I'm like, you know, yeah. you can't hit what you can't touch, right? <laughs> there you go.
0: Emma, do you want to go through your bio? Sure.
1: Oh, where to begin? I actually started playing inline, like roller hockey. I don't know if you guys knew that. But I started when I was like six up here in Canada and then switched over to ice hockey, like I think after just one season, and then played here in Guelph and then moved out to the bay area when i was 11 and my parents refused to drive me all the way to san jose so they were like you can play boys hockey in oakland so i played that for a year hated it (laughs) because i just missed the camaraderie because guys at the age of what like 11 and 12 are just like the literal worst so then they kind of caved and i got to join all of you beautiful people i guess i played there for like five years and then
0: we moved
1: back to the Toronto area before my senior year of high school, where I played for the North York Storm and also for my, like, high school team, which was a weird little private school that doesn't exist anymore. It's completely out of business. And then I was recruited to play at Amherst College, so I played hockey there, and after graduating, um, I've been working in healthcare consulting, and it's a lot of travel. I mean, up until this year, so I didn't get to join any kind of like leagues, unfortunately. But I played kind of whenever I was a whenever I was around, just like picked up some skates. But I've kind of been getting into kickboxing a lot, so that's sort of what I've been doing. What I've been doing since graduation, and I've definitely thought about like do having actual fights or something, but where the whole rugby thing comes in of like as long as you can take a hit like i cannot take a hit so i've been looking into like is there such a thing as performance kickboxing <laughs> because I, i'd love to do that where they just like score my punches and tell me if i'm good or not i don't want to get i don't want to hit well i probably would be fine hitting other people but i genuinely do not want to be uh punched in the face so trust me That's those will make me feel dainty out there so oh my god i've watched some like <laughs> big fights and they are re- like just ruthless so you can do anyway, wwe that's what i've been up to
0: that would be so much fun you should do wwe you know if the whole <laughs> medical consulting um, thing doesn't work so. <laughs>
1: well that was good timing because now i can't see or hear anybody so <laughs> <that's> someone else, <laughs> so. <laughs> emily you want to go next sure Alright, similar to Emma, I got started playing roller hockey, and I actually switched over to ice hockey because of Aaliyah, who was on the call and now isn't, and then I joined you guys when I was 14 playing ice hockey, and I continued doing that. Until I was 17, in which I stopped playing with the Lady that's also, but not on Laura's team on a different one. And then I did not continue playing sports in college. I ended up going to a local state school and, I guess, replaced playing hockey with joining the ice team, which Kelsey and Aaliyah are on. And so I've been on that since I was 18. And also my freshman year there, I assistant coached an 8U Junior Sharks team, so that was fun. And then within this past year before COVID happened, I decided to join Beer League. Which was pretty humbling, because I suck now. <laughs> um, and it was actually funny, because I'm on kind of like a lower team, and they tried kicking me off the team, because they saw that I played AAA hockey at one point, and <laughs> and then like someone came out and watched, and they're like, oh no, you can stay on the team. So, <laughs> yeah, I miss hockey a lot. I think I didn't remember what I was missing until I got out there and played again, and Kelsey came out and played in like two of the games that I played on, so that was fun. But yeah, it's was my hockey career.
0: That was so much fun, like a little reunion to the D partners.
1: The telepathy of the D partners.
0: Keiko, do you want to do your turn?
1: Sure. I pretty much played on the junior sharks, on the guys and girls until like P of the year. Alan or wouldn't let me um, play with guys anymore because he was too scared I would get hit. And then I played just girls, like eighth grade and freshman year of high school, and then was a tournament player with the junior sharks. sophomore year of high school because I flew to Cranbrook in Michigan and went to boarding school there. And then I did just played on their high school team, and it wasn't really as competitive as I would have liked, and there wasn't really tournaments I could get recruited at. So junior year, I played for the Little Caesars. And then senior year, I played for a new team that popped up there called like Michigan USA Eagles, which I also don't think the club exists anymore. And then I committed to Princeton and played there four years. We throughout like the four years there, we won like two Ivy League championships and then made it to NCAAs twice. And then we're ranked like a top 10 team three of the four years, but never really made it past the quarterfinals in NCAAs. And then graduated, I was kind of worn out. So I actually retired for until pretty much like a month and a half ago, and I like started assistant coaching uh 14U co-ed team in eastern Washington where I'm working now as a structural engineer on some like nuclear cleanup project I'm out there and yep yeah, that's pretty much my whole hockey career in some
0: <laughs> that's pretty good damn I didn't know Princeton did so well you guys like went to NCAAs and everything a couple of years in a row like that's awesome
1: Well, like, my freshman and senior year, we went there, and then my junior year, we were kind of, it was like our fun year, kind of just did our thing, and then um, sophomore year, we were still ranked top 10, but kind of a little lower than we were freshman year, but yeah, it was tons of fun, but it was so tiring, so needed, like, a year to just not not play hockey and not go on the ice, (laughs) so the burnout is real.
0: You think so with college sports?
1: Yeah, like, it's just, you know, it's just such a grind six out of seven days of the week for the second you step on campus until spring break, or even longer, like, since Keiko made the NCAA. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah. Like, you're not. still expected to be, like, a good student, Yeah, which, which is very hard <laughs> sometimes when you're trying to beat both. You know, I guess it, a couple of us were STEM STEM majors, and it's just, you know, that's such a grind on its own let alone, you know, being able to, like, put yourself 100% every single day towards your team and your, like, academics.
0: Yeah. Do you think being from the Bay Area was part of what influenced so many of you guys to go STEM?
1: I actually think so, yeah. My dad kept telling us when we were younger, pretty much, like, if he's going to help pay for college, then I have to do something that will help pay off. (laughs) (laughs) So I picked engineering. <laughs> I know for me, like I went into school as a business major, which is the complete opposite of stem. but then after my freshman year, I just kind of like took a good hard look at like what I wanted to achieve in life and like what I wanted to do and study, and it's just like I kind of just fell into fell into stem, but I guess, yeah, my parents are in STEM and I went to like a big stem uh, high school, so I guess it's like only fate
0: <laughs> now that we've all been through it, is there any advice that you would give to people? That are, like, now going through the college process or trying to find their, like, college?
1: Make sure to visit the campus, Yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Emma, how do you, like, traveling for your job?
1: Traveling was – it's funny because, like, thinking about it now, if I had to go back to the same routine that I had last year, like, starting next week or something, I would, like, quit my job in a heartbeat. It was – Really, really awful, but I think at the time it seemed like new and exciting and also like, you know, you start to get into a routine. So like waking up at 4 a.m. on Monday to like go to a flight, like a 7 a.m. flight for four hours to Dallas, like didn't feel bad because I did it so often and it just like became a normalized thing. So at the time it was like exciting and I got to go visit a bunch of people and I got to like come home on weekends and, like, but I would be, like, away from my actual home base in the Bay Area, like, months at a time, because I just was, like, on a travel kick, and since COVID, i have just been, like, I mean, I'm at home right now again, and I'm just, like, so relieved to be here and not to be doing anything, (laughs) so if I had to go back to it, I just, like, couldn't, but it was, like, it was fun at the time, I think.
0: What are you going to do when, like, when COVID is over and you can travel again? (laughs)
1: well (laughs) We'll I'm i looking for well I'm looking for other like alternative things to do right now but I don't think we're going to return to that same like Monday to Thursday travel model so I don't think I have too much to worry about but at the same time I'm I'm also like looking for alternatives options
0: keiko and emily since you guys have both been coaching what do you like better
1: definitely playing i i say that i've been doing the coaching but i've only been on the ice three times (laughs) and that's because washington state re-shut down and so every practice was canceled but the like the three times i was on there it was actually really fun one of the girls who is on the team, actually, is a tournament player for the Ducks, and she, like, called Kathy, or she was, like, telling Kathy McGarrigle, like, oh my gosh, like, Keiko's coaching me now, and all this stuff, so, like, that's kind of the cool part of it, because, like, every girl hockey player knows, like, (laughs) pretty much, like, everyone, and her, like, dad's super pumped, because there's, like, no hockey out there, and... Like it's kind of just nice seeing that, like even where it's like pretty much non-existent, people get super excited about it. Emily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for for my experience, uh, I I just been coached uh, coached eight youths five years ago, so it's been a while, and I don't really know if you can consider what I did coaching because it was eight year olds It was more about having fun and just kind of encouraging them, and that's really cute. And so the main coach for that team was actually someone that you had on the podcast before, our kind of boss for the ice team, Jenny. So that was really fun doing that with her. And, yeah, I mean... I think that the experience of coaching eight years would be way different than if I was coaching, like, 12 years or 14 years, but it's just exciting to see girls get into hockey, and it definitely made me wish I started that young, and it's all about having fun and making friends, so that was a really cool experience, and I wish that I stayed with it.
0: It is nice to see how much coaches can make an impact on a player's life, and we all shared our coach, Coach Carl. (laughs) Who his staple fashion statement was wearing a fedora.
1: Who was it that made his Facebook page? Didn't he have, like, a Facebook page for his fedora around the world?
0: (laughs) Did he? How funny.
1: Oh, I think. I feel like it would have been Aaliyah or something. I think uh, maybe it was Aaliyah or after he coached girls, he coached boys and he still wore the fedora. And they, like, stole the fedora and just would take it on vacation with them. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want on vacation, you know, (laughs) Carl Strip's fedora. (laughs) I feel like we need to shout out Valerie for that one. I feel like she's the one who got him into the fedora for some reason. Oh, I bet bet it was, because she wore them, right? (laughs) All the time, I think, Um, from what I remember.
0: (laughs) miss her. There's, like, so many people, because it's been a while. I mean, the last time I played with everyone, I was, like, 14 years old. It's been a minute.
1: I know, we all kind of, like, drifted to the wind. Right? I I played with Laura last year at the Junior Sharks alumni game. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) How was that? (laughs) We were both so rusty. (laughs) It was 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 so funny. Like, my skates hadn't been sharpened and they were, like, hadn't been sharpened in forever. Like, my tape was, like, at the point where, like, you try to peel it off and, The fabric and peels, but like all the sticky stuff just like stays on the blade. It was so bad. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think, I don't think I've gotten my stage sharpened since playoffs my senior year. (laughs) Who won the game, the girls or the alumni? I think the alumni did.
0: Me, Laura,
1: or yeah, Laura, Leela, and I were on a line and we were just crushing it. Kind of. As (laughs) as best as we could have. (laughs) (laughs) For being, I mean, Leela still, Leela still plays, so. We in the NWHL, so yeah. So I'm sure you guys crushed it. All three of you carrying us.
0: (laughs) Now that um, women's professional hockey is getting bigger, if we were still all in shape and everything, would you ever go and try and play? I mean,
1: I personally would not. I don't think the reward. For playing is great is as great as it could be or should be. Yet, I mean, I played with and know lots of people who are in the NWHL, and like you're working a second job on top of being on a team. And I don't know, there there was that whole thing in 2015 where uh, like the first season with the Winter Classic, where Dena Lang went into the boards and stuff, and she was like a Princeton alum, and we were all at a team dinner. And I remember, like, we were at the dinner when, like, everyone heard the news and, like, she was going to, like, being rushed to the hospital. So, like, after that, I was, like, after college, like, I'm done because, like, I don't want to risk anything. <laughs> I don't want to risk anything else. It's, like, you can't get, uh, I feel like you don't, you have way more to lose with something like that after you've played your whole life already.
0: I didn't even hear about that. So she just fell and, like, took it in a weird way?
1: Yeah, it was a huge, like, national story because it was the day before the NHL Winter Classic game. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, she pretty much just hit a dry spot or a wet spot on the ice and kind of flew into the boards and still, like, is kind of a little more than paraplegic. Wow yeah so it was a big thing
0: that is really scary
1: yeah yeah. after that I was like senior year I can't play anymore (laughs) but I think the fact like they're getting paid is so big obviously you know when we were growing up like that was was our dream right you know to be able to like get paid for like playing a sport that you love so I think that's, you know, amazing that to see how far the games come.
0: It is really amazing. I don't know. I always fantasize about it, especially, like, going and playing abroad, because some of my friends have gone to do that, and I think it sounds so cool.
1: Kiko, I totally get, like, your point of, like, assuming the risk. For me, playing rugby, we don't get paid. We have to pay for, like, payer travel, you know. We kind of get, like, insurance coverage. If we get hurt playing, but, like, the, duct- the deductible is so high that – know unless you like seriously hurt they won't cover it so it's definitely like a risk to take you know after college and everything there's pros and cons to everything right yeah i think that like it's a good thing that it exists and it kind of kind of only go up from here but from where it's at right now i like don't think that i think that it would be just as stressful as like school trying to get be just as productive at work and making practices and games every weekend it's yeah i just (laughs) see it being so stressful but like in hopefully less than 10 years i feel like it might make a lot more strides or it would be a lot more worth it you kind of have to start from somewhere
0: emma would you ever go play
1: i think the piece that like really that I really miss is sort of like what Laura has found with rugby is like post post school there's all kinds of thing that things that kinda of, like go on and it's just stressful and it's weird to have like no more path laid out for you. So I do wish that I had that kind of like grounding thing that I feel like I always found in hockey to sort of, like, continue to motivate me and, like, push me and stuff, and something that I'm genuinely just, like, very passionate about, but I kind of decided, like, in high school, I think, even, like, late in high school, obviously, it was always the dream to, like, play at the highest level, but I just, I think especially it was, like, going into college, like, My initial thoughts were like, oh, you know, there's probably more to life than sports. And then I got to college and I, like, learned that there are so many things that need fixing that, like, as much as I love women's sports and, like, sports in general and how, like, valuable I think they are, there are, like, some pretty fundamental things that are wrong in the world that (laughs) need some help still. So I was kind of like, maybe I ought to, like, shift some of my energy there instead Which is like question mark, why are you in healthcare consulting? But I'm I'm thinking I'm going I'm gonna make moves, don't worry. Don't you guys worry.
0: (laughs) Emily, I know you're doing psychology. Have you ever thought about doing sports psychology?
1: So I did psychology in undergrad but for my masters program I switched to social work. Oh. I think that sports psychology would be super interesting. I don't know if a, a general psychology undergraduate program like I was in would have prepared me for that but it's definitely something that I thought of when I uh, initially chose that major okay. but um, yeah I I don't think uh, social work will connect much uh, to hockey but <laughs> I've been enjoying it and um, definitely I connect to what Emma said where um, you get into college and you realize that there's a uh, there's a lot to be fixed in the world but also I feel like when I went back into playing beer league it was a pretty good balance of just being able to de-stress uh, it doesn't matter if you miss a game because some of those games are like 11 15 at night which is just ridiculous
0: <laughs> I know look at all of you guys you all have like big fancy jobs
1: it's no job for me No, <laughs> yeah, but you're
0: working on your master's degree and everything I think that fantastic. I love to see where everyone is. I feel like everyone's doing so well.
1: Oh, it's so so easy to say that on the surface (laughs) (laughs) or show that to everyone else.
0: Do you think, like, did you predict your life to go the way that it did when we were all so young and, like, just 14 and, like, running around the ice rink?
1: No, but I can't, like, even fathom what I'm doing, like, next year kind of thing. So I don't I don't know. This is, I didn't know that this is what I would do, but I also still have literally no idea, (laughs) so I'm still 14, basically.
0: I feel it. (laughs) I feel like at every point in my life, I'm always, like, I could have never predicted that I would have been here or that this is how it would have worked out. Yeah, especially in
1: 2020.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 2020 threw everyone for a loop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so any funny stories that you guys can remember from when We are Little Hooligans? That's
1: a long time ago. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel old. I feel like there's a, I feel like basically anytime Carl, like, there were a lot of similarities between Carl and my college coach, actually, so I'm kind of, like, almost blurring stories. <laughs> but, like he would kind of come in and dance for us, yes? Yes. And we did like that whole, we have a big, we have a video I think we have. there's a video on Facebook actually, of us in like the big locker room at the North Rink in San Jose. Doing that like, doing the like big circle and like dancing around in the middle and like with Tim Walsh there too and like Carl going in and doing his like weird. I don't know if it was breakdancing or what, but something weird happened. (laughs) That's a good meme.
0: That is. I feel like any tournament where we are, like, out of town is always so much fun. Oh, I remember one. What about the time when JC, we got window paint, and JC wrote, like, Asian driver or something on the window of her car and pointed it at, like, the driver's seat for her dad, and we got in so much
1: trouble for that. (laughs) We i in so <laughs> much trouble for <My> that. <laughs> I think it was like some trip. We took to Detroit and we had like um a prank war. And then like Oh,
0: <laughs> that was Rochester.
1: Oh, okay, Rochester. And we like ended up t- taking like a bunch of leaves into people's rooms and like ketchup everywhere. Good times. <laughs> Yeah, there's... I, I think did not we, pull that in college. We have photo <laughs> evidence of a lot on Facebook, actually. We should probably, like, sift through those and <laughs> wipe Make it. Make sure they're all okay. <laughs> yeah, I've done that recently. Was um. <laughs> so the answer no? They weren't all okay? <laughs> not not of them, no. Emma, you sent me a video from, like... From like eight years ago, you sent me one like two weeks ago. That was—I don't even know—it was like I—I I think I had bangs still, and, mm-hmm. and I was like talking in this super high voice. Oh my god! It was which which? My cousin was at that tournament, and I think we have like three or four random videos was, from that It was night, so bad, but you just were like. I, I I just don't want to do it right now.
0: <laughs> what the voice?
1: Well, I don't even think I can do the voice. I haven't done it <laughs> since we were at that tournament. All, all I remember is like the oh, like that it was that one. Uh, it like, <laughs> <that> was actually. <laughs> yeah, I know know like- tournaments though, like you know, getting on a plane with everybody and you know going to a hotel and goofing off like nothing like we can do now that will like ever replace that yeah that's for sure
0: i thought of another one when we were in alaska i'm pretty sure is where it was and we went to hooters and we told them that we were like winning our hockey tournament or at some hockey tournament and they put it on the sign and we all took a picture in front of the (laughs) hooters sign because it said like go whatever junior sharks (laughs)
1: are going to the northernmost Denny's in the world. Yeah. (laughs) who thought it was, like, a good idea to bring, like, a whole bunch of, like, 13-year-old girls to... Why did we go to Hooters? Hooters? (laughs) I don't know. No, it was probably our idea, honestly. (laughs) Like, we probably asked for that. (laughs) Uh, Wasn't that... Was that the time that we told them that it was... Beth's brother's birthday or something like that? Or was that a totally different Hooters experience? I think that was... <laughs> There's multiple. <Yeah. laughs> Were there more than one? <laughs> <us? laughs> I think that happened in Texas. I remember that. So yeah. many Hooters, so many tournaments. Yeah, we have another video of that. I can, like, it's seared <laughs> into my memory. I'm pretty sure this is all on Facebook. That is a horrible place, that so we need to go back there. <laughs> remove all I the things that <laughs> need to be removed. haven't stepped inside of Hooters since... We were like fourteen. I know, which is like a weird thing to say. <laughs> Last time I was at Hooters I was a preteen. <laughs> Probably for oh. the best though. <laughs> do you guys wanna do you guys wanna see a special guest? Yeah. Come on over here, Vinny. Oh she just said, I think I was at Hooters with you guys. <laughs> Hi, oh, wait, let me I need to take my my headphones off. Oh, look at all you girls. You're beautiful. (laughs) It's been so long.
0: It has been so long.
1: (laughs) Way too long. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you doing?
0: Pretty good. I'm in Tahoe right now, just chilling.
1: Yeah? Where's everybody else? I'm in San Francisco. Oh, okay. I'm in um, Marin. Uh Uh-huh. In San Jose. Okay. Wow. You're yeah. all sort of back home. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Darn COVID. As soon as this is over, you guys have to come up and stay with us for a little bit.
0: Oh, I'm so down. I'm okay. Down.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Touch me Absolutely. there. I live on a podcast, so I can't go back on my work. <laughs> 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 I'll let you <laughs> girls get back to it. I love you all. Bye. 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 Love you. Love you. I think it's just like all of the inside jokes that we had, and they're just those random ones where, like, I'll see something or I don't. Know. Maddie Messick went to SJSU for a little bit, and whenever I'd, like, see her on campus, I'd get so excited, and we'd, like, do finger guns, and we ended up doing floor hockey with each other for an intramural one time. I don't know. It's just, like, random shit that comes up. You guys all had different team experiences, but for the most part, Junior Sharks was my, like, ice hockey experience, and... Those memories will always live with me, and I love all of you so much, even though some of the stuff that we did is probably, like, questionable <laughs> now, but it was all fun.
0: I just loved it, because it was, like, at the age where we were all just, like, so awkward and, like, did not care about anything, so it was super <laughs> fun, because <laughs> you get to high school, and it's, like, a whole different dynamic, but I would definitely say Junior Sharks was my favorite.
1: I think it's just, like, when we could play and just could be, like, for fun. You know, there's, like, no serious implications on the line. You just, like, pl- like just play for the love of the game, which I think, I know for me, is like, kind of got lost in college.
0: How was it the year that you guys had to, like, go down to Anaheim? Who was a part of that? Just Emily and Laura?
1: Emily, did you go down your senior year? Yeah, it was my senior year. So Laura was on the AAA team, and then on the AA team, it was me, Natalie, leah Eva, Danica, and I. I think that's it for former Junior Sharks. But it was a it was a fun experience. I didn't really know any of the girls on my team, so it wasn't it wasn't like any of the girls that we had like our rivalry with when we played the. Uh, lady ducks i'm guessing laura had a different experience <laughs> with that but it was it was all fun it, it was a it was a good experience definitely not the same as junior sharks because um at least for my team we didn't go down every weekend but yeah so great girls still gave me one more year of playing so that was good yeah for me it was every weekend we'd drive down six hours there six hours back I'd get off school a little bit early on Fridays. My school worked with me and I'd set up my own schedule where I could, like, get off at noon and then make it down for Friday night practice. And then Saturday practice game, Sunday practice for a game and, like, leave afterwards. So it was, like, it was a grind. And I am so thankful that my parents were, like, able to do that. And, like, they drove me down every single weekend for months. And just, like, for me to have the ability to go uh get recruited and go play college hockey and I'm just like so thankful for them.
0: Yeah, what a commitment. That's like a couple hours.
1: <laughs> I mean that's I mean six hours like that's a twelve Three hour. Three times hour a couple hours. <laughs> 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 it's like a it's a twelve hour plus, you know, all the driving down there and like all the hotel costs, gas costs and you know, just just for me to like, you know, achieve my dream and, you know, I'm just like I said, I am just so thankful. Are you guys ever going to be that nice to your kids? Because I've thought about this, and I'm like, I don't know. I've thought about it. I'm like, I don't know how I would just, like, pay that much money. Yeah, you <laughs> know, like, right. here. It's so much. And, like, yeah, like, I have no clue how, like, it's just possible, like, where I'm at right now. I'm like, I won't. Afford that anytime soon. <laughs> and like, so a lot of us had like multiple siblings and like, I have no clue how that was a thing. <laughs> or how they were even like down to do it, you know? <laughs> like, you're like, you could have, you could have used this money to go travel the entire world <laughs> and you chose to like go to Alaska with me for like four days or whatever and watch me in the freezing cold. Like, that just doesn't, does not compute. But grateful, nonetheless, you know, wake up at 5 a.m. for, like, a 6 a.m. game. and
0: then... Yeah, but the parents love the tournaments, too. Like, my parents would go play poker and stuff and use it as, like, a weekend trip. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel it. I don't know. I don't know about the driving. Maybe if my kid wants to go to boarding school and I can afford it, I'm like, yeah, you want to leave a little early? <laughs> Emma, how was UMass Amherst?
1: Uh, did not go to UMass Amherst. Oh, my so. God. What
0: am I mixing it up <laughs> with? My bad.
1: So UMass Amherst is like the one of the like, there's like a UMass Lowell. It's like a the UC system or whatever over there in Massachusetts. And they were like the 35,000 plus student like university down the road from us in Amherst. But I went to Amherst College, which is like 1800 students. So like very different in terms gotcha. of like population. And we were part of the NESCAC. So like Middlebury, Williams, Bates, Hamilton, all of those guys, Tufts. So we like, we definitely, we played like different teams and it's just a, it's just a completely like, we share a town and that's like pretty much all that we share. So. Yeah, sorry. What was the question? How was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I was just asking about the experience and everything, but then I totally butchered it.
1: <laughs> no, that's okay. It was great. I mean, I will say, like, looking back on it is it always going to be, like, a better overall, like, vibe, right? The farther you get away from it, the more, like, I don't know. I just have, like, a good vibe associated with it, but when I was in it, I was, like, stressed out of my mind I did an I was a neuroscience major and I like did pre-med and all of that stuff once again not using any of that now but <laughs> at the time it was what I was doing and so that was like 25 hours plus of class a week and then like you know 25 to 30 hours of like sports on top of that and then like our games and stuff on weekends so it was a lot and like I feel like I'm the kind of person that thrives with like a lot going on and I wind up like shitting the bed whenever I don't have enough going on because I'm like oh I have time to procrastinate and then I like don't do well on things so when like things are kind of the pressure's on I, I tend to do a little bit better so it was a good like place I think for me definitely like amazing people great environment I like knew pretty much everyone in my class because the school's so small and it was all it was a residential college so I mean I made like some really really wonderful great friends and I mean my like understanding of the world and like intellectual curiosity really like peaked there and I feel like just I was surrounded by a lot of people who were like into learning and very like you know intelligent and wanting to like be better and learn more and so like I don't know. Just being in that kind of environment like makes you want to be better. So um, that's like kind of what I'm trying to look for and and like duplicate in my in my job or like in my career and future and stuff because it was such a like special spot. But yeah, so I, I loved it. I have a lot of great things to say about it. Obviously, it has its flaws, as every place does. But I will always be like very very grateful and happy that I chose to go there. Whole bunch of nerds over in Nesca. Oh, we are the nerds. We are the <laughs> biggest of those nerds. I guess the I guess the Princeton nerds are pretty big too. I don't know. <laughs> One and the same, right? Yeah. Hey, Keiko, I didn't know, but when your dad and Anna came to visit, he was like, "Yeah, I almost went to Amherst," and I, he like pointed at a dorm, and he was like, "That's where I was going to live." And oh, then, I didn't even know that. Yeah, i was like, I was into my I was like, oh, that's that's cool. And he's like, yeah, then then Oxford came calling. Like, like, all right, fine, <laughs> Alan, we get it. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a little bit. Um, he's a lot smarter than me and all my siblings. <laughs> He got, like, the degrees from every single one of the places that you guys went to. (laughs) Except for me, but Andrew and Hannah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) How insane. Everyone in your family went to an Ivy? Where did Andrew go?
1: Andrew went to Stanford, so he's... He's the only one who did it. But <laughs> he's loser. Loser. a <laughs> Loser. Are no, you, never, are you doing Angels just right fine? Now? Yeah, I'm literally in his apartment. He has an ex- he has a spare bedroom in San Francisco. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I say that two stories. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was gonna say it looks nice. <laughs> he's, he's doing fine. Um <laughs> even with that ant that non Ivy League degree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at Andrew's right now. And I don't know, I never really even think about kind of where Hannah or I kind of went. It hasn't it, like ever come up too much, you know, post college and in work. It's kind of like once you get once you get past school it's just like you have to prove yourself. So it's mostly helped me get my job, I think. And yeah, so <laughs> from there I'm on my own on a resume, right? <laughs> But yeah, um, my experience there was pretty much like how Emma explained it too—super stressed, (laughs) constantly. But when I look back at it, I like and think about every other school that like I considered playing at. I don't think I could have picked like a better school for me. I felt like it was the perfect fit, and there was I was involved in like a ton of other things outside of hockey as well. So. A lot of my best friends aren't even on like the hockey team, which I think just made it so much better because you had a break from hockey if you needed it uh, when you could for those few hours. but yeah, it was probably the best experience or that I could have had or made the most of what I did have,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I swear to God, I must be the dumbest person on this call. I'm just thinking about
1: that. Get out of here. No, you're not.
0: Oh. D1 at Princeton. That would, that just sounds like a ball buster there.
1: And an engineering major. Who? Do less, Keiko. Do yeah, less. I know. <laughs> it helps because, like, bad. it helped because... I was one of four in my class and three of us all picked engineering and then the other one was a finance econ major. So all like my class was very or picked some of the harder majors. So we kind of all pulled all nighters or (laughs) did all our classes together. So it kind of that part helped if one of my classmates was not doing the same major as me it would have been so much harder, like, doing work on road trips and stuff because it would be ten times harder to collaborate with everyone because, like, we were the few, like, I guess, structural engineering athletes in the major. But figured it out, and we graduated.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what about Oswego?
1: Oswego, I would not say is academically like Princeton. I would – have to say that my team, we were we were, we had a lot of fun. Let's just say that <laughs> all American partiers. Um, there you go. <laughs> but then again, like I was looking for like kind of a more, um, I guess less strenuous academic experience. I came from a really t- one of the top high schools, and just that environment um, just wasn't wasn't exactly for me. So I kind of wanted to just see kind of how the other half lived, (laughs) but then I still, you know, studied biochemistry and and was still doing, like, a lot more schoolwork than than some of my other teammates, and I was the only biochem major through the other, my whole four years on the hockey program. I guess there was a couple bio majors, and, like, when we did share classes, we helped each other, but I was kind of on my own and kind of had to find my own way, but sometimes I'm kind of, like, that sort of person, though. Yeah, I think it was the perfect mix of, like, academics and and having fun. If I went back, I'd probably, you know, hit the books a little bit harder, but (laughs) (laughs) I think it's all kind of um, worked out in the end because, you know, I'm working in the industry. I'm doing, like, I love my job doing, like, cancer diagnostics. Like, it's kind of all, like, falling into place.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, I don't even know what that entails. Cancer diagnosis, like testing and stuff.
1: Let me try and <laughs>
0: try and break it down then, for a yeah, little break people. It down. Um,
1: <laughs> so we get like cancer-positive tissue slides, and then we use like different antibodies to and like linkers to detect like cancer cells in those slides, so that we can like sell our antibodies to like hospitals or like other research places to say like, so they can you know help them out. So. It's it's a lot of um, fun. I get to work in a lab all day and run experiments, and it's just what I love doing. And it's, you know, flexible work schedule and just a good environment. Like, I really can't, you know, ask for much more.
0: And did you like going to SJSU?
1: I thought it was a, a good experience. I mean, let me think. It's a big school, so sometimes I think maybe I would have wanted to go smaller just to get to know classmates better and stuff like that. I think... Uh, with going to a state school, the best thing you can do is get involved somewhere so you meet people. And I wish there was like a girls hockey club or something like that. I think I would have liked to join that. They do have a club team and technically girls can play on club teams, but I don't think that's happened with SJSUs. But overall, it was, I thought it was good. I, I was kind of reluctant to go to a state school coming out of a, private high school I feel like state schools are kind of looked down upon but I mean in the end it's about getting that degree and also networking and just making like the best of your experience and I think that I got that from SJSU and just uh the 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 price is great <laughs> <laughs> Emily I have a question for you mm-hmm do you ever see yourself leaving the day anytime soon? I don't know. It's uh, So with the degree that I'm getting, I'm going to work towards licensure. And with that, you get licensed in your state. So I think that I do want to stay in California. I also chose a career that doesn't necessarily make the salary to live in the Bay Area. <laughs> uh, so that'll be uh, interesting to see. And I am still living at home. So <laughs> I think it'll it'll be interesting to see my brothers in San Diego right now for the Navy. And that's a really cool area. I, I don't know if Skyler has tried convincing me to move to St. Louis. Um, and I don't know if that would happen, but it's definitely a cool area. So I'm kind of open, and I think it's wherever work takes me at this point.
0: Any other stories or anecdotes from anyone? Got any good questions?
1: When's the next time we can get all, get all the gang back together? After COVID, of course, but.
0: I know. Need to have a reunion. We need to go to Vegas.
1: I don't think so. (laughs) 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 Nothing good will happen there. We all know it. (laughs) No, that would be, that would be really fun. And I feel like we talked about that when we were younger. I want to see Oswego Laura hop out.
0: Yeah. No,
1: <laughs> I want to see, like, Oswego everyone hop out. I feel like we haven't had that chance. <laughs> Our team, or a bunch of Ohio State and Princeton, played each other in Vegas last year, and we had, like, a huge Princeton reunion in Vegas, uh like, a month before, uh, or at the beginning of December last year, so pretty much a year today, and... It was wild, so if we can get, like, a huge team, like, a team alum thing going, it gets so fun.
0: I am oh, so they, they do tournaments.
1: tournaments in Vegas, right?
0: Yeah, like, men's league tournaments. We could definitely sign up for one.
1: I mean, what, that would be a perfect excuse Mm-hmm. Take My liver hurts, man. My liver hurts <laughs> just, you know, us talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, I'm down for Vegas. You know, Oswego Laura only comes out in Oswego. Is, you know, I need to stay there. <laughs> I'm going to peer pressure you. It's fine. It'll happen. That's fine, you know. Don't worry uh, about it. Rugby has a big party, like, atmosphere, so I'm not too out of practice. <laughs> <laughs> there you I go. I feel, like, I feel like people are going to be willing to do anything once COVID's done. I miss human interaction, bars, having the option to leave early and go home, which is usually what I would do. But just having that <laughs> option to go out. <laughs> if anything, they should have bars stay open later. You know, recoup that revenue. Yeah, make I know. That, make up for a lot time. Yeah. Just so stay in there until 4 a.m. I feel like our bodies can't do that anymore. Like, two know. years really changes you. <laughs> Frankly, I was never in good drinking shape. Like, <laughs> men there's at Amherst do not really do things all that well when it comes to, like, partying. So, you and I had opposite experiences, oh. Laura. I know. Some of my teammates came in freshman year in drinking shape. That's also the opposite of <laughs> <my experience. laughs> having never touched a drop before college. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much.
0: I didn't know that.
1: I, I was mean, like just- actually getting drunk, but you know I got some wine at the table. <laughs> you know what? I was kind of in the same boat, and then I go to Oswego, and then I go to like you know a couple of our college bars, and I say, I am not in San Jose anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a harker anymore. I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> call my dad. dad could pick me up.
0: <laughs> I know we could all go watch one of Laura's uh, rugby games.
1: I would actually love to to do that. I genuinely would love to see you just being a rock star out there. Are you guys? (laughs) Are they still happening? Well, we got shut down in February, March, with everything, and now we just a couple of us do like speed and agility training and touch on the weekends. um, But I will probably stop with the shutdown. But next year, hopefully, like next summer, there'll be like summer Southerns of season of some sort. But if not, um, the next 15 season will be in 2022. So I have a whole year of Oh, they initially said that? Well, because the uh, Women's World Cup is next year, like next fall. And so a couple teams are going to lose their best players. Like we will have like two to three players missing because they're going to be selected for the u.s world cup and so i think there's a plan to put the um 15 season like next like the following spring when all teams will be you know the whole team but that'd be great um guys join the laura fan club It's already a couple members heck yeah
0: (laughs) we're gonna tailgate it'll be
1: great Oh my gosh, dude, it's so good. And the first thing after I finish playing is I crack a beer, Uh, I gotta rehydrate. (laughs) (laughs) So we play all over, we play like Portland, Denver, San Diego. And then I think the next season we'll we'll kind of mix up east versus west. And so we'll play like playing like Chicago or Atlanta or New York or something. So wherever you will be, I'm sure I will play there.
0: (laughs) Alright, well I love talking to you guys, I'm so pumped.
1: I hope you guys are all at the next, um Junior Sharks alumni game. We can practice for Vegas up in Stanley's.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> Thanks for getting us together. Yeah. Alright, it's good talking to you guys. Bye! Love to see you guys. <laughs>